Greetings and salutations. Welcome to Ref the District. I'm Nathan Perry. That's the stoner. That's Trev here for another Wednesday flagship program. We are live every Wednesday at 730 for you to join us here on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. Of course, you can find us wherever you get your audio podcast as well as we are part of the Believe Network. So you can find us wherever it is that you want to listen and wherever you are listening, make sure you hit that sub button because every view, every listen matters. Gentlemen, week one is in the books. Wow. Already. Wow. <laughs> no, already. Where, right? where did it come from, man? Flying, flying through the season already here. We do want to talk a lot of stuff going on here for episode 138 might have slipped up last week. Stoner said and said 158 or 57. Uh, no, we're at 138 this uh, this week here. So we will be in the cool down talking about those week two predictions as the Washington commanders head out to Denver to take on the Broncos in mile high. Uh, we will be talking exclusively, exclusively that game during the game, doing your injuries and updates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then here in the warm up, we're going to be talking about what's up next for the Washington Commanders. They restructured uh, Charles Leno's contract. You know, they might have some needs to be filled with that. So, what are they going to do? We have some ideas for that. But, Trev, we love having you on here on Wednesdays. We know life has gotten. Uh, busy for you, and that's why we don't see you as often. We we have plenty of people commenting, you know, where's Trev? Where's Trev? So we appreciate that you carve out this time and, and join us here on uh, on Wednesday. So you didn't get a chance to give us your usual dose of fandom when it comes to how week one went. So I want to ask you yeah. directly, Trev, yeah. how, how, how were you feeling about this week one win against the Arizona Cardinals? Nervous. I'm a little nervous. Wait, you're um, you're nervous about the win? Yeah, the way how it happened. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm happy that we got a win. Uh, we're supposed to win that game, especially on paper. It's good to start off week one with a win, but we all know week one doesn't win you anything during the NFL regular season. Sure. So it's a lot of a reaction this week happening right now, but. When it comes to being a Washington Redskins football team commanders fan, <laughs> it's not overreacting at all. <laughs> um, we what got did you think of your guy, Mr. Howell? I, kind of, I, was, I was about to hit the button too, uh, Stoner. <laughs> I, I was just curious what Trev thought of his guy. He's been a big howler the whole time. Semi-expected that performance. Maybe yeah. not the turnovers. But with taking the sacks, yes, and also throwing behind the receivers a little bit, you know, first game jitters, quote unquote, second year, but he's really a rookie at the same time. Sure. Um, I wasn't expecting to go ball out, even though I did say 30 points, but I thought our defense would be the ones taking the ball over, turning the ball over and taking it away and stuff. But I mean, as expected, Sam Howell did okay. He didn't stink up the joint, but he also didn't. Yeah. You know. I mean, an interception and a fumble return for a, a touchdown wasn't exactly smelling like roses. But no. I, I, I agree with you in the sense that you're you're talking about this is his only his second start, and I've been preaching for for people to give a little patience to Sam Howell yeah. when it comes to this. Now it's interesting because Ron Rivera 
can't have he, he there's zero patience for Ron Rivera, right? Like he knows this season is make or break. With Jacoby Brissett, do you feel like like this type of game makes Ron Rivera nervous and wants to go to Jacoby Brissett, Trev? I don't think so. I think Ron is taking what and EB is taking what they both saw in training camp and OTAs in the offseason, not only on the field, but in the locker room, in the meeting room. And I think they're giving him, you know, obviously another chance. I don't think they immediately would say, well, we got Jacobus, just give him a shot. No, they believe in Sam Howe. If they didn't, we wouldn't have never named him QB1 because Ron never does that, but he did it this year. Hmm. Um, every time Ron talks about him, they rave, they rave about his progress and how he autocorrects. Same with EB. So, yeah, I think they're just – no joke, no Jacoby Brissett right now. They know they still got what they got in Sam. It's just the first game. So and would we you, won. So that helps. Winning helps. Would you trade him? Jacoby, I'm talking about. Would you trade him if you had the opportunity? Let's let's just say, I don't know. Maybe there's a team out there, the Jets or something. <laughs> <laughs> need a quarterback. Maybe not necessarily a starter. Maybe they do need a backup, either or. Would you do that? Would you, Trev? Would you trade Jacoby? Yeah, I would. Yeah. I would. Um, you can find someone else like Jacoby that's out there on the street that needs a job looking for a job. I mean, what he's been doing for us is coming in and being a pro, teaching Sam the pro ways and how to, you know, handle situations and stuff like that, and, you know, just guiding along of being in the NFL at a young age. But as far as skill wise go, man, give me RG three again. Give me oh. uh I don't know, give You're me gonna get run I don't out know. of your trip. I don't care, but I mean, you know, give me give even me even RG three that like, comes with too much drama to bring you know, in uh, just, a QB I mean, I don't like know. Him. But you know what I mean? Like you can find somebody equivalent to Jacoby Brissett out there that's that can back up Sam Howe. So and also if the haul back is worth it. Like if it's for sure. a sixth round pick or something stupid and i was about to say here here's the thing right you're trading jacoby percent uh you're not gonna get a first or second rounder oh no third round be nice fourth would be nice yeah that's reaching you probably get in a fifth you know with a condition uh put in there plays or something stoner you did take away the 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 transition that i was going to use to get in there but (laughs) uh it's it's okay that was a good question because that was kind of one of the first things up here on on the what now uh, here for the warm up presented to you by Don't Sleep. Don't Sleep Energy, the official energy drink of Ref the District. Make sure you head out to don'tsleepenergy.com. Use the code DISTRICT. Get yourself 10% off your entire order. Don't Sleep Energy, again, the official drink of Ref the District, sponsoring today's warm up, also sponsoring our play by play in commentary on Sunday. Stoner has some great spots. I might actually uh, play one of those uh today just because they're so fantastic uh, stoner did a great job there but the what now for for ref the uh for ref the district to answer and, and mm-hmm. the first question was the one that you had stoner these rumors we don't care who started them it's mm-hmm. the conversation already getting rolling with the jets having lost aaron Rodgers for the season returning to their former top pick and wilson who they we all know they do not believe in Someone threw out the idea that, hey, maybe trade for Jacoby Brissett. Stoner, you asked Trev. Trev would mm-hmm. trade Jacoby Brissett. How about you? No, I, I would not trade Jacoby Brissett. Not, not in a million years. Simply because he is – Yeah, I mean, they paid him more backup money than almost anybody 
in the entire league. They did that for a reason. He's a security blanket. He's a guy that you know you can put in there and you can trust him. And this is Ron's make-or-break season. If things start to go sour with Sam, he's got Jacoby to help him save his job. If Sam gets hurt, he's got Jacoby to help save his job. That's why he's there. You can't all of a sudden go to a guy like uh, Jake Fromm, who is – I don't know how all of a sudden he's become the savior of a franchise. Jake Fromm is – really 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 bad at quarterback <laughs> in the nfl really bad we've all seen it he had like one good preseason game in the four years he's been in the nfl and all of a sudden we want to make him qb2 you do not want jake Fromm out on that football field so he's that security blanket and i hear you trev what you're saying is well if you get rid of jacoby then go pick up the colt mccoys the rg3 Carson Wentz again carson Wentz type players out there but I, I just don't think you can do that. I just don't think it's uh, it's it's in Ron's best interest to get rid of that security blanket. I, oh, well, sure. If Ron's never going to trade him to get rid of it. But we yeah. didn't ask Ron Rivera. Right, right, right. Okay. We, asked, yeah. we asked you, Stoner, would you trade him? Uh, and also, Jacoby is not saving anybody's job. Let's just be honest. Well, he's the, he's the best. He is probably the best backup option available. That's why his name is being rumored to go to the Jets. There are no other backups out there who are on a team who are as good or as proven as Jacoby. So yeah, is he not going to completely save his job? Probably not. But he is the type of quarterback who's the next best option out there. I mean, do you want to go get Cooper Rush to to fill in if anything happens with Sam? No. Yeah, he went 4-0 with Dallas. <laughs> yeah, he went 4-0 because he was in a system for three years or whatever. And he and Jake's been here. Out. Jake Fromm's been here for three or four years. So what's wrong no, with that? Jake Fromm's been here Jake's for been two six years. months. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he you're was, right. Two years. He was he's signed the, the end of last years. year. Yeah, that's right. 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 But, yeah, he's barely been here. So he doesn't even know. I mean, who's where's Cooper Rush now? He's not still backing up in Dallas. He's back right? up in Dallas, yeah. Oh, is he? Okay. Mm-hmm. But – yeah, I think he was cut. That's probably why. But they did, they definitely did bring him back. But you, you just don't. He, he's not great, but he's the best second option probably in the entire NFL. Not named Taylor Harnicky. So that's well, what you, looking that up right now. That that's what you got to go. That's why you need him. So me, if I'm the coach and I'm yeah. the GM, I'm not trading Jacoby. Uh uh-uh. uh I need him because I don't know yet what I have in Sam Howell. Sam Howell's completely unproven. Sure, he's got all the skills, and we've all talked about it ad nauseum. But I need that security blanket with Jacoby Brissett. That is an interesting thing there. I mean, it would show a lot of faith in Sam Howell if Washington were to go through with a trade of Jacoby Brissett. I agree with Stoner in the sense that this, it, it, it does not make any sense for this team, this organization, mm-hmm. to trade Jacoby and as far as value back, Trev, you know, we talked about how little you'd get unless, as mentioned uh, earlier here by Andrew, you know, how how desperate are the Jets, right? You know, they they have a QB, young QB that they do not trust. Right. They would not go out and, and, and uh, undercut him the way they have the last season and then going to get Aaron Rodgers if they trusted him. So it doesn't matter what lip service 
the coach and uh, you know teammates and everything can say about it. They do not right. trust Wilson to get them to the promised land. So they might be looking for somebody. And whether or not they take somebody else, I don't know. But as far as the Washington connection trading away Jacoby, I, I think that you have to be very, very comfortable with Sam Howell or very, very comfortable with the fact that you are going to be gone and this organization is going to be picking in the top five. Like there's 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 no way about it, right? Like because if you if you either believe in Sam Howell or Sam Howell tanks and your next person is Jake Fromm because you know that next year you're not going to be there and you're setting up the organization for success because in Ron Rivera's own words, gentlemen, mm -hmm. if they win a Super Bowl next year, he still deserves a ring out of that. Yeah. So <laughs> that's that's what he says. Yeah. 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 yeah but there's <laughs> there's the belief there's the belief in Sam Howell. I get that. If let's just say they all do completely believe in him. But let me ask you this. How many quarterbacks last year played all 17 games? How many starting quarterbacks? I think we didn't we say it was like two. It was pretty it's low. Not that low. It's like seven. Okay. But still, you're you're talking about a third of the league doesn't get through the entire season with their starting quarterback. So right. there's that that possibility that Sam gets hurt. And then you're gonna need Jacoby Brissett. What if you're nine and two and Sam Howell gets hurt. You need Jacoby Brissett. Think about that option. You want to go to Jake Fromm when you're nine and two <laughs> and you're going to Dallas on Thanksgiving. I'm just making stuff up. You know yeah. I mean? But, but do you want to go to Jake Fromm in that situation? Cause Sam got hurt. No, you want to go to Jacoby Brissett. You want to go to the proven guy, whether he looked good in those last two preseason games or not, you know who Jacoby Brissett is, yeah. you know what he's going to do. He's not going to overwhelm but you want that instead of Jake Fromm. So that's why I think you got to keep him for injury as well. Yeah. There's a lot of good reasons to keep Jacoby. So I, I don't think that rumor had a lot of meat to it. I think it was just, oh, yeah. it got passed I heard around NFL live by my, by Mina Kimes yesterday. She said it. Oh, really? She, I hadn't heard she it said her. it as a possibility. As like just throwing yeah. out names. Say, yeah, yeah. Jet, yeah. I have a source with the Jets. That said no, the she Jets just said if I was the Jets, yeah. I would contact Washington yeah. right now. But it's said, all like, but it's also the same thing. I mean, that's why you hear like again, you hear like Taylor Heineke's name out there as a possibility as well. Just because yeah. to me and you, that makes sense. But to the Jets, I don't think any of those really make sense. Because like RG3 said, sure, RG. Can I still play? I'm talking about if I'm RG3. Can I still play? Yeah, maybe. But I'm not going to go in and be better than Zach Wilson today. It's going to take mm -hmm. me five, six, seven weeks to learn the offense and to get in, you know, to, football shape. And yeah, and to learn the receivers and all that other stuff. So it, it just doesn't make a lot of sense to bring in a guy to take over for Zach Wilson right now. You got to go out and you got to get, you know, a, a proven backup. And that's, I, I'm sorry. I think it's going to be Carson Wentz. That's my prediction is that Carson Wentz is going to get a job in New York. It, it might Ooh. be. A, they need somebody with some experience here. TJ and H mm -hmm. both saying exactly what I said mm -hmm. during the live stream when Sam Howe got uh, injured and was on the sidelines and we saw Jacoby Brissett out there in the huddle. And I was just like, yeah. oh, no, oh, no, please not this. Right, anything right. but this and uh thankfully thanks to the penalty sam howell was able to trot back out there 
Uh, let's move on from uh, from the barbecue here with the brisket, as everyone's calling him in the chat right now. And let's talk about what Washington you know, might do. We, this was a fun hypothetical about trading Jacoby Brissett. Now let's talk about how they just restructured Charles Leno's contract and they have a little breathing room here, which is smart mm-hmm. to have. They only had, a, it was like $500,000, according to um, OTC over mm-hmm. the cap there. So now they actually have some money and there might be a couple more restructurings coming to get a little bit more money. Do they sign somebody immediately to use that money with? Maybe, I don't know, a, a running back who has some experience with EB hmm. and uh, and Kareem Hunt? Or do they go the route that uh, we're being asked about in the chat, which is Collins, former Cincinnati Bengal, former uh, you know top Dallas Cowboys, Cowboy mm-hmm. pick, has been released and he's on the market. Do they go and fill that hole there trev i say you go get you a nice veteran of offensive lineman depth piece um yes sam took a bunch of sacks sunday but it also kind of you have to put on the offensive line too as well um it's atrocious that that game and that's been kind of the the mo of them this whole offseason training camp and everything you say the o-lines offense could be great if the o-line holds up Leo Collins is not the answer. The man is on the pup list, and they released him. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. He's been he's been injured the past several years, dating back to his Cowboys days. He was good, but the injury bug caught him and never let him go. So we'll pass on that. But see if you can go get you a cheap veteran guy out there. I mean, for Pete's sake, Jason Peters, forty-one years old, just signed with the Seahawks. Mm. Okay, I'm not saying go get somebody to, to keep for the rest of the season, but we need some help right now. Or else Sam's going to be running for his life a lot. We're going to see a lot of what we saw on Sunday for the rest of the season. So, Well, let me ask uh, you this, Trev. Yeah. You have Wiley, who you yeah. signed as a free agent. They're not bringing a guy in to replace your free agent signing in week two, right? Because no. you're just because then you're just saying, well, we botched that, and they're right. not going to do that in week two. You're not moving Sam Cosme, right? No. Nick Gates is another guy you brought in in the offseason and right. gave a bunch of money too. So you're not doing that. No. Uh Charles Leno, he he grades out well. He didn't give up any yeah. sacks. Um, you're not gonna do that. And at left guard, maybe, maybe Sidney Charles. I mean, you should see his PFF grades. They're actually pretty good. Yeah. And as we like to talk about here in PFF. Sadiq Charles being the uh, the, the <laughs> least of them, by the way, at 55.6. Yeah. Leno, so Collins is a tackle, right? So we can talk about the interior, uh, which Charles and Gates were a little weak, uh, which is concerning as we go on here. Uh, Charles, I mentioned 55.6, Gates at 60.6. But yeah. Leno and Wiley ranked out at 17th and 9th. Leno at nine. Yeah, that's again. I've I've long talked about how Leno gets a bad rap because he's not doesn't necessarily excel. He's not flashy, right? Mm -hmm. You're right, Trev. Mm -hmm. He's not flashy, but he gets the job done. Wiley at 17 out of 65 still says that he was one of the better tackles that played in Week One, and he had a 69.9 rating there. So I know I don't get it. PFF, it, there, there is certain certain things you can say about PFF. You use it as a data point, and 
these data points show that maybe this line, and, and I felt this way too, even on the rewatch, the offensive line isn't as scary as I thought it was going to be. I agree with that. I think I that they're serviceable. I think that there's certain things that could be done to make it better. You need to still, you need to up the passing game, right? You need to let that, get that ball out of Sam's hands quicker mm-hmm. until he can start to get into a rhythm and then make some of those drops. We only, we had six sacks, but only two of those, I think were on the offensive line. Probably, right? So I, I just don't necessarily think Collins is the right move for this team, especially as you mentioned, coming off of Pup. Yeah. Uh, he actually hasn't have. been that good. Yes, Trev. Uh-oh, what do you got, Trev? We should definitely sign Kareem Hunt if we have a chance. Why is that? And here's why. I just searched career fumbles for Antonio Gibson and Kareem Hunt. All right. Within the same years, Antonio Gibson has nine fumbles from 2020 till now. Nine fumbles. Okay. Yeah. Kareem Hunt has five. All right. Um, He can come in, do the same, play the same exact role as Antonio Gibson because he's not taking B-Rob's spot. We love B-Rob as running back one. He's. I don't know why, but okay. We've we've had this argument many times. He's not special. (laughs) But he's serviceable. He still has, yeah, he, he's, I think yet he's a charge. Yeah, he's a charge. He's not of the running special backs. yet. I want so badly for Brian Robinson jr. To find an open hole and truck over a safety, but we haven't seen it yet. Right. Like he drags yeah. piles and he is a, he is a bruiser of a back, but we haven't seen anything explosive from him. Well, so that's why you get right. Kareem Hunt. Yeah, yeah, so I, I kind of—I don't hate the Kareem Hunt idea, assuming he's ready to go physically. Mm-hmm. I don't—I don't hate that at all. We—we we have to, you know, I understand what happened to B. Rob, but and he gets some tough yards, and that's why I do like him. But he just—he's—he just hasn't done a whole lot. And this is only game number. I don't know, 13 or 14 for him in his career. So there's the possibility that he will become that, but he hasn't done anything special yet. And he averaged like three yards a carry this last week. Like three yards a carry. Which his actual whole uh, uh, career has been about that. So it's not not out of the norm there for him to uh, do. By the way, he graded at 22nd out of 58 for uh, running backs on PFF. Yeah, and he had 19 rushes, and his longest run was seven yards. So he's just getting three yards, two yards, six yards. But also that kind of attributes to the offensive line not creating holes either as well, if you think about it. That is an area where I I think pass blocking was where I was most concerned because, of course, I'm concerned for Sam Howell Mm, back there. But I have shifted my concern with the offensive line to run blocking. And mm-hmm. that's like, I, I really want to see a hole there opened up for our running backs to be able to just put the foot in the dirt and go. Yeah. And I don't think we need someone flashy. Uh, Gus Bus here. Would, would Jonathan Taylor be an option? Trading a second and a fourth for a running back? Not I just cool. don't see it who, by the way, is up for a contract at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're going into that. He's he's going to need to get $20 million a year. 
Yeah, and, and you're, way and you're, so you're renting him for a second and a yeah, fourth, and that's yeah. just, I don't think they need that, and I don't think Eric Bieniemy wants that or needs that. No. They, yeah. This is a this is a coach here who last year took a seventh rounder and made him a kind of a household name within uh, football circles and won a Super Bowl with him. I'm going to yeah. call him Pachenko because I just love calling him <laughs> Pachenko. But yeah, that that's so he, they picked up Chris Rodriguez. So we got to see uh, touch the ball three times, get a first down out of that. So I don't think that they're going to I don't think they're going to go trading for somebody. Kareem Hunt. Yeah. Is an interesting for look. See, right. Kick the yeah. Tires yeah. Out. Do it. So but they, they do like the running backs on their roster. You know, they put Jonathan Williams on. IR, they got another young guy, uh, and Gore, not Frank Gore's uh, son, no, nope, out there, not. but uh, uh yeah, but I you just know, don't see necessarily when, when you talk about B Rob again, uh, I mean, they liked him so much that they drafted a clone in the sixth round and kept him on the roster in Chris Rodriguez Jr. That's how much they liked him. I sometimes. You, <laughs> I think Nathan Week says this one. a lot. The man got shot in the leg last year. He wasn't supposed to run for a thousand yards. Okay, bro. okay, and this is so he's not year. as good. So, so he's not as good as he possibly could be because he got yes, shot he, in the leg. Okay, we, he's done nothing. He's, bro, give he this some kid. tough yards. I, that's that's more than what what, what does Gibby do? And I called him Gibby because I saw the tweet. Until he stops fumbling the yeah, ball, yeah. we right. call him whatever the hell we to, want to call To be him. fair, Antonio Gibson, I think, <laughs> did have more scrimmage yards uh, last year. And uh, well, I he had, think – He had more games. He but more I think uh, – what's his name? Had more touches. B-Rob did. Yeah. But, but the thing – like with Antonio Gibson. Oh, we love Antonio Gibson. Antonio Gibson. Let's draft a running back in the third round. Oh, we love yeah. B-Rob. We love B-Rob. Let's draft a running back in the sixth round. <laughs> of all the issues that this team Best has. Best player available in the sixth round was Chris Rodriguez, probably. <laughs> of all these, the, the issues that this team has, they keep drafting guys who they already have somebody there. And, and actions speak louder than words. You can talk all about how they love B-Rob and they love Gibby and they love their – well, then you go out and you draft a running back. In the that sixth speaks, round, I, I don't in care. The sixth round, I'll go get. We talked about this when they drafted him. If you if you like your running back room, don't draft another running back. I don't care what round it is. Go draft another offensive I, lineman. Go draft so, a defensive so, so, so end. I think, whatever. especially at a, as a sixth rounder, I think that speaks more to how they felt about Jarrett Patterson. Congratulations to him getting on the practice squad for the Chargers. Whatever. Jonathan Williams. <laughs> That's 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 what they that's what that speaks to. It doesn't speak to B Rob, who they took in the third, mm. or Gibson, who this regime has used. But the, I think picking up B Rob spoke to what they thought about Gibson. Chris Rodriguez was what they what what spoke to you know about Jonathan Williams third, and Jared Patterson. Back or whatever. Yes. Yeah. So they could have had the dude who got signed in uh, Baltimore. Remember the guy we liked from East Carolina? What was his name? Mm. Keaton Mitchell. Ke- yeah, Keaton Mitchell. He was an undrafted free agent. They could have mm. 
signed him as an undrafted free agent yeah. or the pick guy him up in uh, fantasy if you can or the guy in dallas uh the short deuce vaughn yeah deuce, deuce vaughn. vaughn but they drafted a guy in the sixth round i don't think you draft a guy in the sixth round because you're just like as an afterthought to replace guys who are barely on the team in the first place well, maybe you got. Maybe you think that way. And now he's our franchise quarterback. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll see how that works. <laughs> oh, stoner! Oh, stoner! I'm just, here. I'm just saying that that we we just kind of tend to look at it from the Homer standpoint. Sometimes you got to look at it objectively. They drafted a guy. They drafted a running back for a reason, and it's kind of proven out so far. At the end of last year and the beginning of this year, at least one game. And I know that's not fair. It's only been one game, but they just, they don't have anything explosive right now, or at least they haven't um, produced anything explosive in the running from the running back room. The uh, question from Tommy here, Vaughn was drafted. Yes. Uh, Pick 212. Yep. Deuce Vaughn was picked in uh, 212. Uh, The uh, Dallas, they, um, the Dallas had a, a neat behind the scenes oh, that's because right. the dad was in the room when they He's made like the decision and, and got, yeah, and got to yeah, call yeah, him. Yeah. Uh, call. Deuce Vaughn was what, again, a guy that I liked very much is the reason why I'm able to call his name. Yeah. I did not know Chris Rodriguez in his game. Right. So it was, uh, it is what it is here. Uh, it is one, one game, right? right. It, 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 the, it overreactions uh, right. abound in what Washington Absolutely. needs to do. They got some money and and restructuring and re-signing people, right? Extensions. The, re, the yeah. reason, obviously, a lot of people immediately thought of, oh, well, they'll extend Cam Curl. Cam Curl's paid this year. That's right. Cam Curl's extension, which I still believe is going to happen, isn't going to come in, until next season. Right. Yeah. And the longer Washington waits, the more it's going to cost them. Mm, as he continues to have a strong year, just absolutely right. just balling out. Yeah, if he's yeah, healthy, he is going to earn himself one heck of a payday there. As is Montez, of course. If Montez oh, continues Montez. doing what he did in Game One, Montez he, was robbed. By the way, oh, not getting not getting NFC uh, Defensive Player of the yeah. Week. Yeah. Gave it to a guy who practically did the same thing, had 10 tackles, but blah, 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 blah. Come on. <laughs> who was right. more disruptive? Montez Sweat took over the game, which is saying yeah. something when you have guys like Jonathan Allen and Deron Payne on the line. Yeah. There's your burgundy and gold glasses there, stoner. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> hey, I'll admit that. I'll, I'll agree with you on that. Those Montez was awesome and probably should have been player of the week. And the NFC, the AFC. Yeah. I mean, there was there was craziness going on. T.J. Watt and Max Crosby, and then of course the guy who won it had three picks off of Josh Allen on Monday night. Yeah, that makes sense for him to get it. But in the NFC, absolutely, man. Come on, man, give it to Montez. Well, ooh, PCC going against me here. Bad news, PCC says we are not signing Cam Curl to an extension. Definitely are. Don't don't worry. They they definitely are. Now he's going to want a lot more money, and like you said, especially as the year goes along, his mm-hmm. his uh, asking price is going to keep going up. But yeah, they're definitely going to get it done. Well, hopefully they'll get it done this week as they face off against the Denver Broncos. That's what's coming up here in the game. Stick with us. 
You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.